and thank you for listening to Jollyville Radio on KJVR. I'm sportscaster Carrie Gardner here in the Purple Street Studios in beautiful downtown Jollyville. While I have your attention, everybody please be on the lookout for my cat. He's a Russian blue named Birthday Boy who loves watching roller derby on TV and screaming loudly when he's out of food. I miss him so much. Anyway, today on Jollyville Radio, we have an episode of Better Call Paul, the handyman and relationship coach you can trust. And then some relaxing haikus for bedtime. And we'll round it all out with Community Beat with Uncle Asar. Today we have a very special guest with me here in the recording booth. I've been told he is a mm, Svengali, which I believe means he's a kind of guru. Anyway, welcome to the Purple Street Studios. We are very excited to have you here. Greetings and salivations. This is Words and Witticisms on KJVR, and I am your host, the Jollyville Radio Spin Jolly. Uh, isn't the word Spengali as in puppet master? Silence! You must never constipate the Spinjali with unsalacious constellation. I'm just saying, the word is Spengali. And who's constipated? Silence, you fool! Here on Words and Witticisms, we analyze and disinfect proverbs from past centuries. Our aim is to euthanize, rather eulogize, lessons from adjacent times to impugn the quality of our lives. Oh, boy. Today, we exacerbate the proverb, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. What is meant here is children repercussioned by the apple when reminiscing near the parent, which is the tree in this synodoge, will fall only a short distance when incorporating any of life's spectacles. What? Wishing you health and dexterity, this has been Words and Witticisms with the Jollyville Radio Spin Jolly. Okay, but for real, the word is Svengali. Silence! We'll be right back. Slippery, flared, mellow, announcing the all-new line of luxury trombones by the designer Robert Cheerful. for Better Call Paul, the show where we answer your home improvement questions and give unsolicited relationship advice. Here's our host, Paul Fredrickson, the handyman and relationship coach you can trust. Howdy, listeners. Paul, today we have Ryan O'Reilly now calling in from Loch Ness, Vermont. He has a question about gardening. Hi, Ryan. What's your question? Oh, oh man. 
Hey, I told the guys in my diary sharing circle that I'd give them a shout out if I got on. What's good, my diary dudes? Anyway, Paul, I'm calling because I love gardening, and when I got my house a few years ago, I started my dream garden. Last year looked just how I imagined it, but this spring, I noticed that some of my plants grew kind of misshapen, or other plants were really brown, and some plants just seemed to have stopped growing. And I'm guessing you've been feeding your garden and watering regularly. Yeah, man, but I don't know why my TLC and MIBWs are just not working this time. MIBWs? Mindfulness and Intention Brainwave. Ryan, I'm going to assume you are a very attentive gardener and that your yard is fully mature, and it sounds like you'll need to start doing something called fine gardening. This is where you clip dead or weak parts off of the plant. I recommend using scissors or very small rose clippers. This allows your plants to shed what they don't need, as well as reinvigorate them to grow again. Whoa, fine gardening. So that's what those topiary and bonsai guys do. The principles of fine gardening can be applied in other parts of our lives, like your closet. We may lose the things we have, but we must also shed what isn't working for us. I hear you're a novelty shirt collector. Oh, yes, the mind-reading part of the show. Yeah, Paul, when I find a gem, I never let it go and wear them on repeat. Well, I wouldn't call it mind-reading exactly. You have a wonderful collection of fine shirts, but over the years, they've become washed out, permanently smelly, and just out of style. While you have truly appreciated your possessions, it might be time to let that old Hawaiian shirt with the hula skirt wearing wiener dogs go. I'm not so sure your partner likes seeing it on date night anymore or smelling it. Oh man, yeah, I got a lot of mileage out of that shirt. I hate to let it go. And that sweatshirt that has a picture of some mountains that reads Oklahoma. You mean the one with the sleeves stapled together? And that no fear shirt that makes you look less fat. I mean, it's got a few holes. And your partner just texted me about a polo from a nudist cruise that he doesn't think is funny to wear golfing. Oh, man. And that's our show. Thank you for tuning in to Better Call Paul. And thank you, Ryan, for your question. If you have construction conundrums, DIY IDKs, or big life questions, you better call Paul, the handyman and relationship coach you can trust. Join us next time. Thank you, Ryan and KJVR listeners. This great town of Jollyville deserves to be kept fresh and invigorated. That's why I'm running for mayor of Jollyville. Vote for me, Paul Fredrickson. This ad was approved by Paul Fredrickson and paid for by the father of Paul Fredrickson, volunteer grassroots Jollyvillers at a local donut shop for Paul Fredrickson campaign. I'm Dan Zarin, the squeaky guy from My Voice is Up, Tourette's from I'm here in Reykjavik, Iceland, and you've been listening to Jollyville Radio on KJVR. Like, like, uh, cool jams, very radio.
take a deep, relaxing breath. Let the troubles of the day fall away behind you as you exhale. Bring your attention to your breath. Feel your body from your toes, your legs, your torso, all the way up to your shoulders, shutting off and sinking down heavily into your chair or bed. It's time for haiku for bedtime. Sleep is ever bliss. Comforter is snuggle warm. Peace is here tonight. Sleep now, my friends. Sleep. Spring awakens with the dawn. Winter's final play. Heat's elusive sleep. Recall falls lake mist rising. Slumber. Come last. This has been Haiku for Bedtime, because sweet dreams are made of these. (laughs) This is Jollyville Community Beat with Uncle Asar, turning the spotlight on good people doing great work in the real world. Joining us via the Purple Street Studio Intergalactic Satellite Boysenberry One. Boysenberry is in the purple color spectrum. We're talking with Dan Zarin, creator of the multi-award winning mental health neurodiversity comedy group, My Voices Have Tourette's, a unique stand-up comedy show and podcast based in Reykjavik, Iceland. And now, coming to the stage, give it up for Dan Zarin. Jollyville, let's do this. <laughs> okay, my voices have Tourette's. We'll talk about that name in just a second, Dan. But tell us about how the the comedy show and podcast got started and and, and what they're all about. Well, uh, all right. So basically, uh, my voices have Tourette's started because I was I was getting really frustrated that no one was booking me for gigs. Uh, so, so I just decided to make my own gig. I was like, all right, well, if you don't want the guy that sounds like the, the Pillsbury Doughboy, I will just make my, my own show and I will squeak all I want. Uh, so I created it with two of my friends. Uh, one of them like me has Tourette syndrome and the other one has schizophrenia. Uh, so, so, and we were trying to think of a name and I just started like thinking I was I was like well Hannah has schizophrenia how awful would it be if one of her voices also sounded like Mickey Mouse going through puberty so I so I decided oh my voices have Tourette's and it just took off so Michael's also an advocate in the Tourette's community yeah your podcast and I listened to that episode and man you guys were hilarious and but I really learned a lot um, talk more about uh, uh, neurological disorders or better neurological differences and, and how they may manifest uh, and present as challenges in a person's life. <laughs> I feel I feel like I'm at like the last question on who on who wants to be a millionaire. That's a that's a loaded <laughs> question right there. Um, well, one thing I've, I mean, I've, I've loved about doing this show. Oh, all right. Here we go. I've got this, guys. I've got this. All right. So uh, one thing I love about doing the show is that you get to hear from people, you know, in all walks of life. Talking about various disorders, various syndromes, and various symptoms of them, and like how they struggle with them, and how they've coped with them, 
like for example, uh, like I was saying with reading, my friend who has dyslexia ta talks about how uh, you know he's he struggles with reading, so he uh, listens to audiobooks. Uh, I was talking to someone who has um, uh, borderline personality uh, disorder. I was talking to them recently. They were saying that borderline personality disorder can be very, very struggling. Also with the fact that it's such a confusing disorder because it's like you're on the borderline of so many disorders. It's kind of like you're it's kind of like you're going to the store and picking and choosing. You've got like a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and it can be hard just to explain it. Huh. Um, and I think that's that, that to me is one of the hardest things about having any disorder is the fact that you try to explain it to someone and a lot of these symptoms, they go, oh, well, everyone experiences that. And to quote my, one of my favorite memes, this is true, but if you're peeing 60 times a day, then there's clearly a problem, Karen, you know, <laughs> I, I, I think the there's there's so many struggles that that come with a lot of things uh that, that i i I'm, I'm finding it difficult to to pinpoint each one individually uh in the, the for just 10 minutes of talking time mm -hmm. so before you started doing the 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 comedy shows and the in the podcast did you know many other people with Tourette's or or neurological differences no actually I mean, ah, I had, so, so basically to that point, I had met one other person with Tourette syndrome and she's one of the people I created the show with. Uh, I, I met her shortly after I started doing stand-up comedy and I, cause I, I kind of had this understanding that I was like, am I the only Tourette person doing stand-up comedy? That doesn't seem right. There's 7 billion people on this planet. There's got to at least be four other Tourette people on the planet you know there can't just be me and and so I I uh but then I was doing comedy one night and my friend Elva went on stage and was talking about Tourette syndrome and I was like wait there's two of us where 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 where'd she come from and 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 she's funnier than me okay we can't be friends because she's funnier than me and but but she's she's become one of my best friends uh to, at this point but but since that time i've i mean i've met so many people with Tourette syndrome but but at that point i mean i i knew i mean i've known people with that have suffered with depression like i have or you know like have anxiety disorders or things like that but I mean, meeting someone with Tourette syndrome, it's, it's literally like, I mean, I mean, like when you have Tourette syndrome and you meet someone that has Tourette syndrome, it's like finding the pot of gold, you know, with a leprechaun. You're just, you're just like, this isn't supposed to exist. Where'd you come from? What, why, why have I never met you? Can we brief? Can we be friends? Are you rich? Can you support my show? Like, what, what are we doing here? Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, it's, it, it's like love at first. It's like, it's like Tourette love at first sight. <laughs> kind of like finding a unicorn, huh? Oh, abs absolutely, except this unicorn is twitchy as hell. <laughs> In what ways, Dan, does, does comedy like your stand-up and podcast help support people with neurological differences? I think it's just, it's just such an empowering thing. No, I... Like I, I had a thought when I start when I started doing comedy about this stuff, I had, I had this thought about how, uh, well, like, you know, all these mean things that, that people say. And I, I was actually like analyzing all the jokes that are said about Tourette syndrome. And I, I just thought they were so lazy. Uh, like, I didn't even like, I, I stopped being offended by them. And I just started thinking, you know, just like, 
like, look, if you come up with something clever, then I'm just going to laugh with you. You don't have any power if, if, uh, if, if I'm just finding you to be an idiot. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like someone trying to troll me, but, but they have no idea what trolling even means, you know? And, right. and, and so, so I just, I, I think the thing about laughing about this stuff is it's, it, it puts you in the power position and it also makes you realize that, that like, as soon as you start laughing about something, you're not paying attention to all the negatives. You're, you're just thinking, oh, you know, like, like, for example, I love, like one of my ticks is my hand shakes a lot. And I, I have a whole stand-up bit about the fact that I accidentally put my hand in my pocket one day and realized that my hand shouldn't be shaking in my pocket. That looks really bad. And as, as soon as I, I made that connection and started doing that in comedy, I just started feeling better about it. And I like every time I accidentally put my hand in my pocket, I just start laughing and then look even more like a crazy person. And, and that just makes me laugh even more. And, you know, then I get arrested and it's a whole to do, but you know, the, the, the thing is, but, but at the end of the day, it makes me feel better and it makes me feel uh, better about having Tourette's and uh, you know, going online and talking about the stuff, making jokes about it, getting other people with Tourette syndrome, getting them to laugh at things. It's, it, it makes a much better connection to the self-love that, that I'm still on a journey to try to get there. Right, man. That's, that's some uh, great work you're doing. Where can we Thank find you. your, your podcast on the web, Dan? Um, well, I'm going to level with you. I, I don't know if there's anyone else using the name. My voices have Tourette's. It's a pretty <laughs> odd. It's a pretty odd name. I mean, if, to anyone listening, if your voices do have Tourette's, I mean, just contact me. You know, you don't have to steal my name. It's you. You, you know, we, we can talk about how both of our voices have Tourette's. Uh, but yeah, if you go to mbhtshow.com, yeah, you can find everything about us. We also are, are really, uh, we're big on social media. So uh, mostly Facebook and Instagram at my voices of Tourette's. And Zaren, it's been fun talking with you, man. And we wish you the best of the best. Oh, thank you so much. This has been great. I just want to, I just want to say that, you know, Jollyville is, is the greatest place on earth. Jollyville is where it's at. And I am so honored to be a part of this. Thank you so much for having me. This has been Jollyville Community Beat with Uncle Lazar and dig this. No one can do everything, but everyone can do something. Peace. <laughs> the creative team that wrote and performed these episodes of Jollyville Radio includes Uncle Asar Alkabalon, Emily Ansonek, Michael Croza, Michelle Darcy, Richard Darius, Brian Green, Alan Kay, Pilar Kep, Robert Leary, Thomas Schlitt, Matt Waite, and KY's Denty. Special appearances by Bob Don of the Bob Short Story Hour in Hidden Oaks podcast. Lead editing by Dr. Monse Santian, with social media help by Emily Antonick. Direction and music by Michael Croce. The recording was made in accordance with social distancing. Jollyville Radio is a product of Jollyville Brass Quintet. Member of Austin Creative Alliance, we are based in Austin, Texas. If you're enjoying Jollyville Radio, consider supporting us on Patreon. For a small monthly pledge, you have a big impact on the success of the show. Plus, depending on your pledge, you can get bonuses like access to the script archives, letters from characters, and even a chance to hear your own voice on the show. Just go to Patreon.com and search for Jollyville Radio. The credits were read by the writers of episodes 210 through 213. They are K. Wise Denty, Pilar Kep, Michael Prosa, 
Uncle Asar Alkabalan, Emily Ansonek, Brian Green. We'll see you next time on Jollyville Radio. I just did. Uh, I I just did so many expensive jokes here. I, I you know I I'm gonna have to start charging commission. Proud member of the Podnuga Network.